0: Welcome to the Ref Cut Retrospective, episode 172, a podcast that talks about movies, TV, pop culture, and yes, more double features. I'm your host, Carter Sims. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. He's a quarter Hawaiian. It's Jackson Mahurin. Hey. I am
1: not quarter Hawaiian. I would never take a role like what? that. We are not some people in a stone, mm. but uh, hi, good to be here.
0: Hey, welcome back, buddy. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm 100% white, by the way, in case you couldn't obviously tell.
0: Just to make it clear, by the 171 episodes we've done prior
1: yes. to this. Um, and I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that like I'm like I'm proud of that or anything. It's just the circumstances. I'm just I, here.
0: I backed you into a corner right okay. off the bat. And I'm I, sweating. I'm sweating. I love it. Well, I'll make someone else sweat now. I don't have any racist comments to make about our co-host joining us today. That's but. Good. He is back after a week hiatus. He put money in the jacket, the jacket on the kangaroo, and now he's hopping away. It's Jeff Brown. Welcome back, buddy. How are you?
2: Aloha. Go long, boys. Um, (laughs) Happy to be back. Thanks for uh, holding down the fort without me. Um, You guys were excellent guest hosts in my absence. (laughs) Um, Jackson, I just want to know where you were on January 6th, 2021. (laughs)
1: Why do you want to know that? (laughs)
0: proud white boy uh, i'm
1: scrambling i'm scrambling i was at my mom's house i actually do know Mm -hmm. i was at my mom's house is her house white
0: anyway um (laughs) we're here uh we're covering some doozies today on seeing double uh we are covering kangaroo jack and aloha we're gonna dig into it this is one of the weirder episodes of these we've done we're very excited but first Jackson, tell me something, boy.
3: Tell me something, boy.
0: What were you into this week other than watching Insurrection videos? <laughs> I hate this narrative that's being painted right now. Other than reliving your glory days. <laughs> stop. Stop. Cut that. Cut oh, that, cut my that. gosh. Not we won't that. cut it. No, we it's won't. Okay. I'm in charge of the edit. Go ahead. What are you into? <laughs>
1: um, so I've actually not seen any new movies besides uh, the ones that we are doing for this episode. Nice. Um Mostly because Abby broke her ankle this weekend. And that was like a whole crazy whirlwind of events. So she's doing better. Um, yeah. So so no movies on that end. I did get also on eBay. I won a Game Boy from my childhood, but it's like a cool special edition one. That's pretty Ooh. sick. So I'm going to be replaying the games of my childhood uh, of the ones I've never completed. And I started with uh, Pokemon Leaf Green today. So that's what I'll be doing Uh, For the next week, probably. So that's what I've been
0: into. That's your actual dream. Those Mm -hmm. are your real dreams. Mm -hmm. I love it. Those are the glory days you're reliving. Exactly. (laughs) I love how eBay has convinced you that you want it, despite you
2: giving US dollars for it.
0: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) We live in a society, man. Yeah. Oh, What about you, Jeff? What were you into?
2: Yeah, it's kind of in a similar vein of Jackson. Me and him were texting the other day. We're in 2024 is the year of healing your childhood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so he bought a Game Boy, and I'm rewatching the Marvel movies, um, doing my clip show episode of my life, watching all my old faves. So, nice. um, yeah, most Marvel movies I've saw, I've seen everyone, and I've seen most of them opening night, but then I never saw them again. So I'm re- enjoying a rewatch. So far, I've made it through Phase One: sans Avengers. Mm-hmm, um, nice. so I've watched Iron Man, Iron Man Two, and Captain Thor and Captain America. And what about Hulk? I skipped Hulk because what? I think. What? This what? Happened- it was grandfathered in. who um... no, it wasn't? It's Canon. <laughs> yes, it was. So was it, Iron
1: Man. It
2: okay, what? Iron <laughs> Man came before Hulk. It... I know that. That's why Tony Stark could appear in Hulk, but Hulk was like already kind of its own thing. And then after the success of Iron Man, didn't they add the, the post credit? I don't know, but here's what <laughs> I'll say. You need I, to watch I, it. I don't it's not good, like, but like I've, you seen, it. Watch I've it. seen it, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. so
1: you're doing an MCU rewatch with an asterisk next to it is what you're saying.
0: Well, he didn't he, watch Avengers either, so yes, he is.
1: Yeah, so far, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I'm not done with it, but I
2: mm-hmm. I do not have any intention of watching The Incredible Hulk. Mm. When you it's, get
0: to Iron Man 3, let us know, because Jackson has a really hot take that Iron Man 3 is the best of the Iron Man movies after upon rewatch. It's awesome. So, I That was the single,
2: not to get on a total MCU train, but um, I'm a huge Iron Man guy. He's my favorite. I really loved Captain America, but it just, it isn't better than the EOG Iron Man. That that movie just hooks you so hard and RDJ is so terrific. That's and fair. And so that being said, um, Iron Man 3 was, I think, the first movie that I literally couldn't wait for. Like when they dropped the trailer, that trailer yeah, you was were so hype. The trailer's good. Yeah, they blew up his mansion. It was crazy. Which is what makes the movie ultimately kind of a letdown because... Mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley isn't what they make him out to be in the trailer. Going
1: going into it, knowing, I think you'll appreciate other stuff more. Like you yeah. won't be as distracted by that.
2: I won't be a hater. In fact, I really enjoyed Iron Man too. I know that's kind of the cars of the MCU in some ways. Yeah. Um, but I had fun with it. I thought Mickey work was was fun. Justin yeah. Hammer is really infectious, but it's better than Thor. I'd say that it is. It is better. I than, would agree. And those those damn. The bleached eyebrows. Bleached eyebrows. I couldn't stand it. Um, but yeah, anyways, sorry for the tangent. MC. No, you're good. Uh
1: one. let me yeah, let me know when you get to the point where me and Abby fell off, because I'd love to jump back in, but not too early before I get burnt out again. I think that'd be gotcha. fun.
0: Where did you yep. fall off?
1: Somewhere around phase three. I think maybe before Infinity War. So like we we didn't do that. Um gotcha. But
2: how would it um and you know, maybe we should just do a whole MC rewatch episode. But how how did you like a- Avengers Age of Ultron?
1: I kinda like it. I kinda I kind of enjoy it. I don't think it's like the worst. I
2: remember movie. loving it in theaters, but that one is one that hasn't aged well in the minds of fans. Really?
1: Either. That's fair. I haven't um, seen
2: it since. So I don't know. It's but, fine. I think it's fine. Anyway, There's some good anyway. action sequences. Sorry, Carter, your turn.
0: Anyways, no, <laughs> this is a great segue because kind of the main thing I was into this week that I want to talk about is Super Bowl trailers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so first of all, Super Bowl that happened. Um it was a good game. It was a good game. It, it was pretty rough the, like the first half and then it got better. Yeah. Um 49ers are dumb for not choosing to receive first. Anyway, they didn't know the overtime rules. Neither did we. Um professional athletes. Yeah. Anyway, um <laughs> what did you guys think of the speaking of MCU the the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer?
1: I was pretty Surprised to see uh Tom's from Secession. I did not think he would be the, off the MCU set ever, yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of shocking, uh, especially when you have like the Owen Wilson character already set up with the TVA. I mean, obviously, maybe they're doing something like way different that we don't know, but I, I thought that was kind of weird. Um, right, and I was just... shocked by the name change. Is that gonna be like permanent or is that like a gag? I think Corbin was alluding that it was maybe just a gag.
0: I don't know. The, but I've just seen a bunch of memes where they're just tacking on other names. Other stuff, yeah. Like Anne Grogu and, and the Grogu. Yeah. And
1: the fantabulous <laughs> emancipation of Harley Quinn. It just yeah. keeps
0: growing and I love it.
1: Um, <laughs> no good, very bad day. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that's a great one to add. Ooh, that's nice.
0: Um, yeah, that, uh, it kind of got me excited again for the MCU. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe not for the MCU, but maybe for... I don't know, just my expectations are up again. So Mm. it's kind of cool to be bought back in. And with the Fantastic Four reveal, I'm kinda I'm kinda fully in again. I don't know. I'm we're broken mind. Only once. Yeah. I'm in. So we're so back. Um were there any other trailers that you guys were like, yeah, that looked good.
2: I thought the wicked one was really good in the moment, and then I saw all these screenshots of like iconic locations next to screenshots of the 1939 mm-hmm. movie and the tweet was like why do why are movies so ugly now and now yeah. i think it looks horrible yeah i was <laughs> kind of the same swayed. way
0: like i watched it and i was like i'm so in wicked looks amazing and then the internet swayed ruined me ruined
2: it a little yeah bit. It swayed me, but i i will say i think cynthia everybody who's in it looks terrific
0: yeah um, and sounds amazing we but... didn't get to see ethan slater in the trailer though maybe that was purposeful
2: but anyway yeah, maybe. Jeff Goldblum as Wizard of Oz is,
0: yes, is so that's fun. that's inspired. I love um, that so much.
2: Defying gravity is gonna lift me
1: out of my seat. So, um, is it a part one still, or is it just all of it now? Do we know?
0: I, I think it's still a part one. The only okay. thing is, just they changed the they changed the name from part one to just Wicked. But I still believe that they're doing a part one because okay. the creator demanded that his, none of the songs be cut. So, oh, interesting. So, if they're honoring those, then I think you're going to need to you're gonna need two movies so Mm. i don't know we'll see and also money
2: are ones don't sell well i don't feel like like i think that the early 2010s kind of beat that to death you know with their hunger games and stuff twilight Uh, virgin yeah twilight so um maybe yeah maybe they're gonna do wicked and wicked messiah or something like that (laughs)
0: messiah (laughs) wizard of oz prequel yeah right um yeah, I thought they were all good. Planet of the Apes looked looked good, and um, there was another one I can't remember. Twisters looked psychotic, which was great. I'd, like they're just recreating Twister. Which...
1: Yeah, they had like the storm chaser car that like anchored into the ground by like drilling. I thought that Hell, was yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. I was um, in.
0: Yeah, those was those were good stuff. So yeah, I just wanted to bring up the trailers and the Super Bowl, and I commercials
1: out... sucked for the Super Bowl.
2: Also, like there was yeah, nothing it... really fun. The trailers, I. I don't know if I could even think of one other than the trailer.
1: There was like the Dunkin' Donuts one with yeah. like
2: those were top
0: Um, and if you were a big RFK fan, you were probably pretty happy. Got a nice RFK that one was pretty crazy. Yeah, Jesus washed uh, feet, all good stuff there. Yeah, I did. And, there uh, was
2: one where they had a they had a commercial making fun of Christopher Walken and the way he talks. Yeah, and then the very next commercial was Arnold Schwarzenegger making fun of the way he talks. <laughs> and you just know the State Farm people with Arnold were just like.
0: <laughs> we they stole, stole our bit
1: we spent 15 million dollars just to get
2: sir- <laughs> Stole
0: my whole flow him. bar for bar
1: Ooh, also this should maybe be a psa uh don't use timu don't let the three super bowl commercials. what is that they, they it's, were... it's like a scam site like don't don't do it it's like drop shipping and it's don't do it it's not worth your money
0: and your hassle good to know good to know um and the only thing the only last thing i'm going to mention is i saw lisa frankenstein uh nice. in theaters and you know what i didn't hate it i thought it was fine fun take on frankenstein um from robin williams daughter which was kind of cool
1: the era so, of frankenstein movies it mm-hmm. is pretty
0: wild like seeing everyone's take on it is wild and we're getting two frankenstein movies next year i think so mm-hmm. wild stuff or um, um are any of you you two handsome fellows gonna check out madam webb this weekend I, I might i would I like might. to lauren okay. and i are seeing bob marley on saturday Oof. so we're we're choosing I that. I think it's gonna be a rough week at the movies for yeah the, the lovers. I think it's not a great, <laughs> not a great time out there. Um, yeah, I'll probably try to catch it by myself or something. I don't know, Lauren. Lauren, maybe will see it with me. Um, I don't know. She I'm likes excited. she likes women superheroes. She would see the Marvels with me. So hell yeah, whatever. Wonderful. Um, enough of Madam Web. Let's move on to good movies. Um, let's move <laughs> on to seeing double
3: oh don't do this to me i'm already seeing double
0: and today as we mentioned probably our most unhinged episode of this that we're gonna do uh we are tackling kangaroo jack and aloha first a little synopsis on kangaroo jack and aloha then uh we'll throw to jackson for some similarities or do you want or either of us we will do
1: a group a group thing maybe yeah
0: why we chose decided to pair these. Uh, First off, Kangaroo Jack, directed by David McNally, uh, only known for in movies Coyote Ugly and this film. So I think his career was ended shortly after this. He does some TV work, but not a lot. Uh, This came out in 2003, written by uh, Steve Bing and Barry O'Brien, and also Scott Rosenberg, who is credited for the first Venom, uh, the new Jumanji (laughs) movies, and Con Air. So what a... What a filmography for him. Um, two childhood friends, a New York hairstylist, and a wannabe musician. Didn't catch that from that the film. That never comes up. That is in the synopsis. Um, okay. Didn't catch that. Uh, get mixed up with the mob and are forced to deliver $50,000 to Australia. But things go all wrong when the money is lost to a wild kangaroo. I barely could get through that sentence without laughing. Um <laughs> And then our second film we will be covering is Aloha, uh, directed by Cameron Crowe, came out in 2015, 2016. I forgot to write Sounds that down. Right. Yep, somewhere around 2015. there. 2015. Uh, directed and written by Cameron Crowe, who you know from Almost Famous, Jerry Maguire, Say Anything, and of course, We Bought a Zoo. A uh, celebrated <laughs> military contractor returns to the site of his greatest career triumphs and reconnects with a long ago love while unexpectedly unexpectedly falling for the hard-charging Air Force watchdog assigned to him. Jesus. (laughs) Um, So, um, similarities. I want to start here and just say when we initially conceived of this concept, Jackson and Jeff, I think it was, our initial intent was like, we were going to tackle bad movies. Like, that was going to be our whole shtick in February. It was a dumpuary series that we were going to do. And up till this point, I think we've actually picked movies that we just wanted to see if they held up or were pleasantly surprised by. And I think we've, at least 50% of the time, when we covered two of these features, we were like, this one actually was pretty good upon yeah. rewatch. Not the case here. Um, <laughs> no. This is the first moment where it really feels like dumpy lore. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest similar similarity is that both of these movies are terrible and uh not fun in basically any way. So no. that's definitely the first similarity.
0: No, yeah. And I think it was fun. I think Jeff even texted. He was like, This is the first time these feel like January releases. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's rough it, out here. They they shouldn't have been made. They no. they, are, <laughs> they are so bad.
2: I if you haven't seen them, don't like maybe like, see them. <laughs> pretty bad maybe to Aloha, because it is unbelievable. Aloha is
1: insane how bad it is and I yeah. can't wait to talk about it in a second.
2: I can excuse Kangaroo Jack. I'm going to take that back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a sign of the times maybe a product of its time. Uh, yeah like that. Maybe?
2: That's a kids movie which just comes with its own level of like implied badness. Um mm-hmm. in that movie. era. Um, but yeah Aloha Energy. like thought it was going to be good. It yeah. was that's the stars true. were good. The right, like the writer did almost famous, Jerry Maguire. Like, like there was yeah.
0: It, it's very earnest. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, it's no, that was it, great. It's perfectly teen up by <laughs> we just the similarity, the main similarity is these are ass. So yeah. we, will, I, we will I want to say
1: these were like maybe the last coincidentally, like the last movies we paired up to, just like while we were planning this. <laughs> yeah. And so we're just kind of like, all right, we're gonna pair these up um also they're both location movies so maybe at least the stars had like a nice vacation while doing this work as well
0: the adam sandler effect yeah yeah, yeah.
1: maybe it was mm-hmm. one of those that no that okay yeah yes this is ringing bells for me that's
2: why we speculated bill murray was in aloha
0: Just yes, a trip to hawaii right for, he got he to was, go
2: to hawaii vacation, and he yeah. was our similarity to the rest of the series because he's also in get smart that's
0: what it was there you go jeff it all oh. comes back to bill all oh. comes back. beautiful uh, yeah, a good mention there that these are kind of both globe-trotting vacation destination settings where something sinister is, is going on in the background, kind of some dumb plot twists towards the end of the movie that kind of reveal what's actually happening the whole time. We'll get to that later. Some are kind of maybe too good for the quality of movie that they were in and some are just bad. Um, and also, for some reason, like some pretty talented and fun casts that seem like they're doing material beneath them. Um, yeah. And I think one was more promising than the other. I don't think anyone came in to kangaroo Jack and was like, this is going to make my career. Yeah. But I don't know. Aloha felt like a, like a natural stepping stone in some people's careers that like would move them along. Um,
1: John Krasinski.
0: Yeah, true. (laughs) He has a lot of lines in that film. Um, and then the last one is just racist and, uh, Undertones and stereotypes. A lot of stereotypes yeah. that we'll we'll cover in some really racist. No, it's not even racist undertones in Aloha. They're overtones. Um, we'll we'll get to those. But I want to start with Kangaroo Jack. I believe. Um, because we're gonna go to town on Aloha for sure. We're gonna go to town on this as well. But um, first of all, was this was this everyone's first time watching, or had you, had, was this a childhood? I know Jackson, this was a childhood one that we were like, no, no. This was so not a childhood one. Maybe I thought it was, one. Oh, it was, thought it was one,
1: but I definitely don't think I've seen all of this. Maybe I've seen like bits and pieces of it because uh-huh. it was such a like weird little trick of like movie history for us. But I don't think I saw this one after rewatching it or watching it. I don't even know. But
0: yeah, Jeff, was it a yeah. first time watch for you? Yeah,
1: I mean,
2: I think I might be in the exact same boat as Jackson. I remember there when I was watching it, I had moments of deja vu. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't have told you. Had I told you what the plot was, I would have been 100% wrong.
1: And um, maybe, maybe what it is, is maybe we did watch it as kids. But it's so not geared towards kids that, like, we only remember the kangaroo parts. And, like, the rest of the plot, like, just did not stick with yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I was, I yeah. was convinced. Ben- you could have put a gun to my son. I would have told you that the kangaroo could talk. He can only he can, talk kind he, of in dream sequences. I thought and I, at the end of the movie, I thought I remembered him like like coming to New York City and it being like I was totally wrong. I thought it was a fish out of water. I know what you're thinking the of. Came to New York. There's a
0: sequel.
1: There's this animated sequel. Wait.
0: It's called Are Kangaroo Jack. It? It's called Kangaroo Jack Good USA and I have seen that as well. And so- he can he talk in that one? He can. And he, like, fights Mike Tyson, I'm pretty sure. There's a, Yeah, there's, like, the music video of him, like... Mama said, knock you out. Yeah. And oh, I remember that pretty... He talks pretty, in that version. Yeah. But that's fully geared towards kids. Decent and, chance. Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess, first point, like, who is this movie for? Because it has kid elements, but there's also, like, some really raunchy and, like,
1: well, it's a mafia, like, it's like a mafia comedy. Yes. And then it's like, all right, we'll throw this. I guess, like, studios looked at, like, the success of Snow Dogs, and they were like, okay, we want this, like, family-friendly layer to this movie. And then I watched the original trailer right before we recorded. Mm. And, like, it's a lot of the stuff that, y- you know, you see. But then, like, that whole sequence of the kangaroo talking, which is not, like, canon. It's, like, a dream fever sequence, basically. They put that at the end of the... Of the Trailer to kind of like imply that that's he's a talking kangaroo for like the whole movie, <laughs> which it, is so messed up when you think about it, but it's so funny at the same time.
2: Yeah, I think this is kind of like a like a sister point to who was this made for? Why the hell is it called Kangaroo Jack? I, why is this a they kangaroo? Call him, movie? They call him Kangaroo, or they, they call, call him, him Jackie, Jackie legs. legs. No, but but why is there a kangaroo? This because isn't, isn't a kangaroo in Australia. Movie. It's not a kangaroo movie. What are you this talking is about? A mafia movie. That Hold on. What are you talking about? got a
1: water element. They put the money in the jacket that's on the kangaroo. Oh, oh, oh when oh, it, oh, you're talking about the moment where they dress up roadkill and take a polaroid <laughs> selfie. We it. need to talk about this. Yeah, let's just let's just dive uh, right in. These guys hit a kangaroo. They run over a kangaroo, and he's mm. perceived to be dead by the two main characters, who, by the way, are played by some of the most forgettable actors on the face of the planet. Um, insane to me.
0: Ah, Jerry O'Connell,
2: great and stand by hey, me. Anderson's done other stuff, but Jerry he hosted the
1: Emmys. Yeah. He was yeah. on Transformers or something. I G- G- well.
2: Jerry O'Connell has the has like he looks like Carrot Top, <laughs> like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like he looks like Carrot Top before a bad surgery. Like I yeah, I Carrot look Top's looking by like, him as a lead. A
0: He's married anyway. to Rebecca Romaine, who was Mystique. Uh, oh, nice! That's yeah, a little, fun little fact for you. Um, that was fun. Yeah, so anyway.
3: They run over this kangaroo.
0: Yes. (laughs) And they
1: think he's dead. And their first thought is, let's dress this animal corpse up with a jacket and take selfies with him, which is the most insane thing ever. Like, that's so crazy.
0: Just on top of it, too, they try to make it a point. Their character dynamic is that Lewis, who's Anthony Anderson's character, is like a fuck up. He's the screw up Mm -hmm. of the gang. And Jerry O'Connell's character. What's his name? I don't even remember his character's name, but I don't know. Um, anyway, Charlie, white boy, Charlie. Charlie, and then Charlie's supposed to be like the you're an idiot. I'm the straight laced guy, and they're both just like put some sunglasses so on it. <laughs> that is Jackie Legs. Um, okay,
1: what's okay? They were like he looks just like this guy. Who is this guy?
0: Some guy that they knew. Like is this like, like in a the, real in their person? neighborhood? Oh, yeah, okay, in their neighborhood. No, not in real life. I don't think.
1: I was so confused. I was like, "Is this supposed to be like a like a two thousands reference?" I'm just like not getting.
0: <laughs> he looks like Sugar Ray. Like yeah, I, I was
1: know. so confused. Um.
2: Yeah.
0: So so stupid.
2: Yeah. So why would they putting him in the back of their car? You usually just move Roadkill out of the way.
0: They were taking a picture. They were, yeah. Bro- to do the selfie.
2: <laughs> oh, they literally they did the work of hoisting it up. Correct. And, yes. Oh, to give this win? scene some amount of credit, CG and it looked pretty good.
0: Yeah. The practical the like puppet that was just first laying there on the road looked yep. pretty good. Yeah, uh, the
2: like what they used for the selfie scene. I think, yeah, I think you're right, Carter. I bet it was a practical
0: dummy. Yeah, just like a dummy that they were walking around. I thought that was that was pretty that was pretty neat. Also, the needle drop of Down Under. It kind of goes. It kind of goes. It hard. was pretty good. I I'll admit, and you just expect it to happen, and I'm glad that it happened. Um. So yeah bonkers Holy. premise
1: a large male kangaroo can be six foot seven inches tall and weigh 200 pounds i do not believe they lifted a deadweight kangaroo onto that car. <laughs>
0: also it kicks it kicks him in the chest Do you think he's dead from that like he, just, oh, yeah. he just takes it like a champ <laughs> oh, yeah. um anyway we only not even started with like the premise is that they
1: yeah should we rewind and go back to the beginning now that we did the funny, we got to get that out of the way. Yes,
0: because the opening scene is ridiculous. It takes a um, while to
1: get to Australia, like way too long.
0: The opening scene is ridiculous that it's at first a flashback of all of them as young kids and how he got to meet Lewis and everything. And this dumbass tries to swim for a ball, even though he can't swim. So um, dumb. Very dumb. Uh, Michael Shannon, what a trickster. Lewis saves him. And so now he has like an IOU complex about him for the rest of his Chewbacca life. It's a
1: Chewbacca life debt that we, we mentioned before. <laughs> For someone else. I forget who.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't remember who that was for. But anyway, um, that's pretty rough. And then this whole like mob subplot that's going on where they messed up so bad that they have to... Their mob boss stepdad, who's Walken, by Christopher Walken, (laughs) who's doing something. I'm not really sure what he's doing here, but he's having a, a time. And he sends them... To Australia to make this, to doesn't really tell them why they go to Australia, right? They're, so just they're like, like, you got to deliver this make package. This
1: package. Don't open the package. Take it to this guy, Mr. Smith. And what we're revealed to later is that it's a package of like fifty thousand dollars that is going to pay the hitman that they're delivering it to to kill the two guys that are delivering the money.
0: Kind of fun. Which kind of fun? I'm gonna say kind of fun I
2: actually yeah. would that when that was revealed, I was like, oh. That's actually that's actually pretty compelling. That yeah, like, but what happened
0: in the middle? Yeah,
1: the, like I feel like yeah, they could have done that plot line without it needing to be a whole kangaroo jacket. Without <laughs> farting two. camels,
0: no need for the kangaroo. Does didn't <laughs> need to be a kangaroo. No, you don't understand, Jeff. Kangaroo. See,
1: the money was in the jacket,
0: <laughs> the jacket was on the kangaroo. Like I get see, there were also twists. A
1: mob,
2: a mob. Well, I don't get trying to do a mob story for kids, but flush or uh. <laughs> Shark course, Tales so did it. it pretty well. That's true. It's Shark true. Tales, are right? It's but, a great
0: addition to Devil's scene Double.
2: You have no kidding. um <laughs> Martin Scorsese's masterpiece. But <laughs> um if you're going to do a mob movie for kids, fine. And if you want to do a fish out of water movie, fine. Like I doing it in Australia is like a fun set piece with a lot of shenanigans going on. Yeah. But to market it as a kangaroo movie, the kangaroos probably has darth vader in a new hope level screen time <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i was i kept waiting for the kangaroo to join them and like almost like uh paul the alien or like a you know what i mean we're like <laughs>
1: yeah
2: yeah
1: i love that that's the thing you think of though Paul <laughs> <Yeah>. the alien <laughs> great
0: film paul um <laughs> yeah literally all the the kangaroo stuff is just like snippets of him like oh there's a fireball in my pocket oh there's a twizzler in my pocket oh it's this funny because this jacket's on my head yeah, that's kind of all the kangaroo lore we get, and then the rest is kind of a lot of Australian stereotypes. Can we talk about Blue, my guy Blue? The, yeah, the pilot. Wow, what a guy! Um, rest in peace. Rest. In, oh, does he die? I don't even oh, remember. He, he died in real life in two thousand eleven. Oh man! Bagpipes. Man. Poor guy. Um. Anyway, that guy was great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just think it's hilarious. I was thinking this the whole time. We're making such a big deal over $50,000? Like yes. that's the amount we picked? Like this doesn't seem very high stakes to me. And also, on top of that, we meet Jesse who's American. American, yes. Who is like her whole like me- mission is that like she wants to repopulate the world with bilbies. Not sure what those are. Um,
1: they're like weird little, like they kind of look like aardvarks, right? If I'm remembering, yeah. they looked weird.
0: She wants to repopulate the the earth or whatever Australia, probably not the earth. I don't know. But and they and they're like they offer her two thousand dollars to help with her efforts because they I tell ask?
1: them they tell them that it's four thousand dollars in the jacket instead yes. of fifty thousand. They lie about the amount yeah. of money,
0: but they say, "Listen, we'll offer you two thousand dollars," and she's like. Two thousand dollars? That'll solve all my problems. That's so th- true, actually. <laughs> I don't think it will. I feel like it costs a lot more to repopulate an almost extinct species,
1: especially like when the task is find one. Like it'd be like finding a deer in like the all of the Midwest. Like it's yeah. like an impossible task to begin
2: oh, with. And yeah. speaking of Jesse, can we talk about how it's the worst, the worst meat cute ever? <laughs> He's getting up to go pee. On an airplane, and just happens to make eye contact, and he stops and goes,
1: "Oh, wait, no, he, that's, that's not the that's, same girl. That's not the same girl. That's an Is actual it? Australian girl. It's not the same girl. It's not the same, are, same girl." But I—that's great that you brought this up because I want to talk about this stupid sequence too. The
0: bathroom scene.
1: Them on the plane in general, they do this bit where they're having like a fireball candy, and the the main character, what's his name again?
0: a uh, Lewis and Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Charlie
1: puts it in his mouth and it's like he he put like molten rock inside of his mouth like he's freaking out mm-hmm. over this piece of candy. And I get why they do it cuz they want to establish that there's candy, loose candy in his pocket for for later uh for the kangaroo to eat. It's really stupid. But then he like walks <laughs> to the toilet with Lewis, which is also insane. And, like, the whole conversation is, like, they're looking at the money, but everyone else, including the, the woman that he tries to flirt with, thinks that they're, like, handling each other's poop. Like, it's, like, super Something weird. doesn't
0: smell
2: right.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. At um, first,
2: I thought they were going, like, like a really adult bit. Um, of, like
1: a, like, a smile high club type of thing.
2: Right. That's not what I thought they were establishing first. And then they started talking about, like, it became more clear it was money. But, Yeah. Yeah,
0: Weird. never seen so much green in one little brown
3: package.
0: So dumb,
1: so <laughs> stupid. I hate that I laughed at that. You just saying that because like <laughs> it does not deserve that. Like because like none of the jokes were jokes in this movie, which was so frustrating. Um, also whenever they land the plane, uh, or custom they're, scene? they're in the plane, yeah, hmm. the customs scene. Yeah, they're worried about the money going through customs. It's like this is a post 9-11 movie where they're not like TSA checkouts and like the first. Like, like, how is this going on? Like, because they, they sneak the money onto the plane and don't True. freak out about it. But then they're worried about it when they get off the plane.
0: Well, then and Charlie, like, gets, and Charlie gets busted for having dr- scissors in his backpack. Yeah. How do you get onto the... Yeah. So stupid. So it's a great point. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. And neither did the screenwriters, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. That's fair. Going
1: back, though, uh, to <laughs> to just all that, I guess. Uh, Where were we now? I guess we um they met, they met we're well, we talking, the, the talking about yes. jesse talking about jesse jesse um and she sets him up with the australian dude that he meets at the bar right to blue. Like fly over mm-hmm. like and look for her. and then they find him of course they keep finding the the kangaroo which is insane. yes
0: and by the way just as a tangent from that this movie is just a bunch of tangents so bear with us <laughs> um they walk into the bar. It's my biggest pet peeve in movies. They just walk up to the bar and go, two beers, big beers, no specification. They're just like, yeah. okay, I'll just give you a beer. And that's whatever. Just, and whatever. But yes, they get in this plane. They find Jackie Legs somehow um, in all of Australia, just bouncing around. They trank the pilot in the neck. Um,
1: also, the woman just gives her, like, gives him the trank dart, like, no questions <laughs> asked. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, she, she's not like, here, like, you need like safety instructions or let me do it or because like presumably she cares about the animals like why would she let these two random guys like shoot this animal from a plane like it's just crazy altogether. it's yeah it's it's all i will
2: say i i did get a chuckle at the bit where they shoot him in the back of the neck with the train dart because this guy's just flying a plane goes like oh boy (laughs) he's just like so like steady but he's like i think we're in trouble am i uh my eyes seem to be leaving me and it just shows like them all like things
0: I, so I can't seem to move me <laughs> out. And
2: he's just like so even
0: keeled about it. Like that. I thought that was cheese.
1: Uh,
0: then then they land. Assume crash positions? Good stuff. Um so then the movie gets kind of slow. <laughs> I'm saying it gets kind of slow. Um <laughs> as if it's been action-packed this in, whole time. In the middle, because it really does get quite boring when they're just a walking and they see the dingoes and they see like the Range Rover or whatever and then he grabs Jesse's chest. Well, and so he ha- yeah he tough. has
1: the hallucinations right yeah, seeing mirages. Yes, and so I don't know what the first one was, but then she shows up and he thinks she's a mirage. Yes, and then he. He gropes her because in his dreams this is like what he deems to be okay yeah, without correct. rules. As long so as it's weird. in
2: reality, he can be non-consensual. It was super gross and weird. The, the first one was the car that Carter mentioned. They saw he finds the range Oh Yeah. And he yeah. sits there. And I'm I was doing some research. This might have been peak mirage cinema era mm,
0: looney tunes back in action
2: yeah like where mirages yeah. were just like really a
0: device used. Um god we we used to be a country once again um <laughs> but yeah that scene is ridiculous also when you realize that they end up together at the end like, well
1: okay so you have the scene where he gropes the woman she yes. punches him and knocks him out and then he has a different I don't know if this is, like, him being knocked out hallucination or just another heat-related hallucination, or if it's, like, an Inception thing. Uh, But, like, after he gropes the woman, that's where you get the kangaroo rapping Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. Of course. um, Which is just insane. And this was obviously, like, the big piece that they put in the trailers to trick all these families into going, which is so funny um doing research into this i learned that this was like the weekend that it released it was like number one at the box office for that weekend which is so funny
3: Yeah. i remember
1: being somewhat of an event film as a kid
2: like event film in the sense that i knew it was coming out <laughs> i had seen the trailer for other movies like like i i was i was heavily aware of it despite ever not actually seeing it um, it's so, it's so serious. Serious. i'm not surprised it was number one
0: um Yeah, anyway, that, yeah, and then there's a Christopher Walken kangaroo, there's an Anthony Anderson kangaroo, they're all saying chicken blood to him. It's, it's great stuff. Um,
1: Nightmare, nightmare.
0: They're breakdancing in the money. It's, it's like a fever dream. It's, it's pretty insane. Um, then this leads us to, um, I don't remember which comes first, but there's the really strange scene in the waterfall, um, that, it was like, oh, I bet you're not a good kisser. Like, I'm the, actually the best kisser you've ever actually met. Um, want to find out?
1: No chemistry whatsoever.
0: No, that scene is 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 so strange. And um, the
1: waterfall is kind of a vibe though. Like, once the once the other friend like did the cannonball, I was like, I, I'd hang out here.
0: This did it fun. give you uh take you back to Hansel and Gretel, witch hunter vibes in the waterfall? Oh yeah. Oh uh,
1: wow, that's another familiar. similarity. Yeah, a steamy <laughs> waterfall
0: scene for no reason in this strange out of place for both. Um, Yeah. Oh, and then, and then it gets a little racist. Uh, They dress up as Aborigines and
1: uh, to like cover their scent and they just like put on like face makeup to look like Aborigine people. It was very weird.
0: It's it's all, it's all good stuff. There's a lot of camel fart jokes that occur. There is like a
1: 10 second sequence of just farts. Like it's so bad.
0: Which is also where they sprinkle in the little fact that, oh, I used to pick these berries that might make a good shampoo someday. Then they sprinkle that little so tidbit stupid. in for you.
1: Did they say it might make a good shampoo? or did N- it lose- No, okay. but
0: they're like, these smell great. And then they're like, and then Lewis is perfume. like, yeah, and they're like, you should take this back to your hair salon <laughs> or something like that. So I, don't, I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, and then it all kind of turns into like just this big chase scene at the end, mm. and these camels are outrunning this Jeep. Um, <laughs> which is just again tremendous stuff. Um, and yeah, and then so Charlie's carrying these scissors in his back pocket the whole movie. Cause he cuts himself. He's like, Lewis, get in my back pocket. I have these scissors. And the guys didn't check him, obviously. He cuts them out of the ropes, and then we get we get off on our journey. But anyway, um, why do they have to go to Australia to orchestrate a hit?
1: Yeah, like, why couldn't they just, like, go across They're in the Brooklyn. Yeah. Like
0: they're in New York. Or couldn't a mob guy just, like, do it? I think it wasn't the kind of argument
2: that he that he had plausible deniability that they just died by a freak accident because his wife, oh, yeah. her right. mom,
0: his mom knew that they were on that yeah. trip. Yeah, they just um, like got lost in the desert somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. right. Um, yeah, and then um, there's a nice R-word surprise from Michael Shannon. By the way, Michael, Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon,
2: who we have got this. Well. I guess is this a trust tree? Because yeah. I'm gonna trust tree that Michael Shannon's good in this.
0: Yeah, I I, I love it. He's <laughs> I'm he, down for that. He's fully he he knows the assignment. He understands he, it. Yeah, he's committed to what he's doing. Um, he sells it for sure. Also, it, it, so
1: young in this, which was so like just wild to see. Like he's like twenty. Five it, years um, younger, or something like that. Like, it
0: gave me, you know, the college humor sketch where he's reading that sorority letter.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's basically so the funny. same
0: character, I think. Yeah. Um, really unhinged and kind of just doing a mob, lanky kind of guy. He's great. I think he's good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then the Kangaroo Jack bloopers at the end. Hello, Talking Kangaroo at the very end. Did you guys stick around for that? I did. Good. I did. Um, not happy about it. But
1: not good. Yeah.
0: Anyway any other thoughts
2: (laughs) i do think this i wrote this down right off the bat on my notes that i think it asks a semi-interesting question about how much you owe someone who saves your life it's True. true yeah like how how what's that line of like do i truly owe you for the rest of my life or is there like a boundary there where you can eventually say
0: no That could have been
1: an interesting thing to explore a little bit better, even. Like I wouldn't have hated that if that was like the recurring theme.
0: In instead of where at the end he's like, You save my life, I save yours. And now we're even. He's like, Lewis, you've been saving my life every day. Right. And you're like, Oh, wow.
1: But also, as he's hanging off of the cliff, uh, he goes, he does like he might die. And he's like, You need to lay off the
0: pie. (laughs) It's like, all right, like I will say I did laugh out loud. Um, in the scene where they're chasing Jackie Legs for the first time and they got the termite mounds. Similarity with, uh, sorry, sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No. I'm, no, I was going to say
2: similarity yeah. with Indiana Jones.
3: Yeah, True. man,
0: guys, we got the Head whole attacks. thing going guys. And they're just driving through the termite mounds and he's like, he keeps hitting them all. And he goes, careful, Lewis, you almost missed one. I was like, that's funny. I laughed. <laughs> um,
2: all he needs to do is stand in between two cars and let the termite mounds hit him in the nads. <laughs>
0: Also, when it's like describing Jesse for the first time to Charlie in the bar, like, he's like, "This girl's like, oh, and you're like, huh?" And he goes, "Epileptic, good stuff." Um, do you guys have anything else about Kangaroo Jack? No, <laughs> no. Oh, I do.
2: Yeah, yes, <laughs> I do want to say that I think the character introductions at the beginning are extremely done, extremely poorly yes, like, like I get the like stylization that they're going for with like the comic book kind of you know, almost like they're trying to do like a Scorsese kind of vibe.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it felt like Goodfellas and like Richard Donner's Superman, obviously, with like the musical mm-hmm. theme and, and stuff, mm-hmm. but like yeah. it was such a weird combo.
2: It's just like the, the graphics were just not well done. Like, the way it was edited together looked very student film,
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is a
2: good segue, I guess, just talking about student films, but
0: hey um yeah. yeah so anyway um kangaroo jack major yikes some funny moments but mostly yikes let's move on to a lot of yikes um aloha jackson <laughs> this was kind of your suggestion and pick for for the scene double um,
1: this this is one of my babies uh mm-hmm. for the longest time this was the worst movie i have ever seen to this day, it's the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters mm. uh, when I saw it in high school. Um, kind of marketed in like a, – not a not a dissimilar way to Kangaroo Jack, I guess, where like, oh, this big cast. Oh, it's a rom-com kind of with Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone who are kind of uh, – I guess maybe it's before the peaks of their careers. I think this is before La La Land, so –
0: Before La La Land, but like Silver Linings Playbook had happened True. and American well, she's, Sniper, oh. so I th- –
1: Yes, sorry, both the, Cooper.
0: Both of the yeah. Spider-Mans had come out. Like I think That's true. Stone was They were well they now. were hot. They're, they're big. They're yeah. big.
1: Yeah. Um and so like I, I just remember like really looking forward to it. I took my high school girlfriend there and we just had such a horrible, horrible time <laughs> that we almost left. Um I don't I I I don't think I benefited from staying, but but we did, and it was not very good. And so I was really excited for us just to watch this and let you guys experience. Cause I don't think you guys have seen this movie before. Nope. No. Um, yeah. How was it?
0: <laughs> Jeff, you go first. Um,
2: I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, I, um, no, it, uh, um, it was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I, <laughs> it legit. That's great. I, it, it's, it's, it, Pretty bad at the very bottom of my list. It is the worst movie I've ever seen. And because it, and the main overarching reason I, that I keep coming back to is like I mentioned earlier, it thought it was going to be good. Yeah. So that's what makes it so bad is um, it just takes itself really seriously. And has a lot of talent had a decent budget. Um, It was released in may. Like they thought they were doing something. They thought they were cooking. (laughs) and uh it is the worst movie i've ever seen what about you carter
0: yeah it's all to your point totally agree it's just like i don't know some movies are kind of made that kind of get like condemned to movie hell because they're they're malicious kind of in the way that they, they they try to step this doesn't feel malicious it just feels like a massive misstep like Cameron Crowe, like just kind of, you know, being the, a prototype, like being the white guy trying to raise voices of the less fortunate and doing a really poor job of it. A there's, really poor job. There's, there's that. And then you have these movies like, Jackson, even you and I have talked about this before with like Avatar, right? Where it's like white guy living in a native land and you can you can feel how you'd like about that. But and, this And
1: the main, the point is for like the main character to feel bad about it happening to other people. And how does the white guy feel? Right. In this situation?
0: But like, this is even completely different. Like you can feel about how that, how you will, this just has like a white woman in the native land, not as a white woman, just like playing it off. Like there's none of it. Like it's not yeah. even that dichotomy of like a white man coming into the land. She's already yes. built in as Emma it's Stone kind of cast as, like... as his character.
1: Yeah, we have Bradley Cooper, who is this war contractor. Like, He's like a military contractor guy who's been brought onto this project. Yeah. Uh, And then Emma Stone is playing her, like his underling, which is like, or like her, I don't know. She's kind of like showing him around. A handler? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know if like she's above him or if.
0: Well, she they're, used they're to, partners. he used to be in the military, right? He used to be in the military. I, I, I literally was about to text you guys when the movie ended. I was like, I'm going to need you to explain what happened in the movie. But I,
2: yeah, the plot was not easy to follow. I kept having to ask Jackson too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he so, left okay.
0: the military because he wanted to change the world and be a military contractor.
1: No. So what <laughs> happened was he was working on this. He maybe he, he was, was in the military because yeah. he has these connections. He was contracted on another mission with. Uh uh bill murray's character like he contracted Mm -hmm. him for this other thing in afghanistan okay um and then he got in trouble for like skimming money off the top and like he got cooper did cooper did did. yeah Yeah. he got busted for that and it wasn't like like a misunderstanding. like he like just actually just did it i think i don't think they ever tried to like so he's just a
0: shitty guy
1: he's like a shitty guy going into it okay taking this mission emma stone who is canonically in this movie a quarter hawaiian which she is not in real life and a quarter chinese she's also a quarter chinese she's only are you serious in the movie yeah Yeah. oh my god i did not even catch that part um so (laughs) so there's all these layers she's very connected to um being hawaiian and being a native and like Yes. I don't know I feel like so much of this movie is like book reports about Hawaiian myths and lore and stuff like that that like it's like the most inorganic way to present the information
0: explained by the little kid who's filming yeah, yeah.
1: sure that stuff but but all, all this to say like Avatar but also even worse than Avatar it is a white guy hanging out with a white woman playing a biracial woman who's feeling sad about how these other native people are being treated. Yes. And her, her arc is so stupid, too, because she's in the middle. Of, this, I think they're in the Air Force. This is like an Air Force project. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, like, Hawaii is, like, like colonized by the United States. They did at least fairly show that, like, the, the people of Hawaii, like, did not want to be under, like, the rule of an occupation of the United States throughout the movie. But the whole time, Emma Stone is like, but the military is good this time. But the military is good this time. And at no point does her character, like, overcome that arc. She just is, like, disappointed in, like, the few bad apples or whatever that do this thing that, like, we all knew was going to happen. And by the end of it, she's not, like, leaving the military or anything. Like, there's no arc there at all and just, like, complete... uh, Lack of awareness, I guess, with that it, stuff, which is her really frustrating.
0: Character is just so so confusing, and I was about to say she she's not even. Yeah, she is very miscast for obvious reasons. Yeah, but even the character she's trying to play, like this, like hard ass. Yeah, this hard ass, like like trying to go by the book type of it. Like she doesn't play it very well no. either. And I mean, no one really plays their characters very well. I think they're all in different movies. Yeah. Um I don't know what Bill Murray is is doing <laughs> in this movie but um there's one scene where he's just like dancing with Emma Stone's character and I'm like what's going on here? There's like a ball or something going on and, Yeah, like, everyone's there. I, I I I don't know. Um truly bizarre character premise performances. Weird back massage moment from Bill Murray um yeah. to Bradley Cooper. What was that about? I <laughs> Not sure what's going on there. Danny McBride's there for a minute. Um
1: he's like the least offensive. They like they call big... him
0: fingers? Do they?
1: Oh, <laughs> never mind. But is he's, Alec I think Baldwin it's the
0: best, the least offensive person in this movie somehow? Yeah, because I guess he's just playing like a hardo military guy as well. Well, so. okay. Even he was a little rusty in it. Yeah. Oh <laughs>
3: stop.
1: <laughs> stop. Um yeah okay let's get to like the b plot well i guess the a plot is him doing the thing and falling in love with emma stone despite having zero chemistry like it's, how do you feel about their chemistry
0: is their chemistry it's yeah. um it's it's horrible. non-existent right it's so weird because i watched an actors on actors with bradley cooper and emma stone and they're year. amazing they're in awesome it. you could tell they're like they've known each other for a while they say like yeah even in that interview like yeah we met a long time ago they don't mention that it was probably on <laughs> what the it set was. Of Aloha. um but yeah they're amazing and then there's just there's none of that i think it's the script's fault there's a lot of just
2: i don't know I, I, yeah the dialogue's extremely cringe yeah. like any because i and i do think that that's primarily what sets emma stone up for failure is because like yeah she just there was so many times where she would say something And you just you you literally groan like oh my yeah 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 it's just it's it's very very bad so Um, so
1: that's the a plot yeah let's I'm gonna jump to the c plot next because like I think logically it's the closest to that story he has this ex lover uh played who who's the actress again I was Rachel McAdams Rachel McAdams amazing I love her um who is married to John Krasinski they have two kids um and the plot is kind of like. Is he going to, like, maybe fall in love with her, too? Like, it's kind of like doing a love triangle thing.
0: I well, they think were together before. They
1: were together before. Yes. Right before she had her baby, like, got pregnant with her baby. Um, Whoa! And, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's so weird because, like, they're trying to say that, like, John Krasinski is, like, this really bad husband. But also they haven't really laid out how he's worse than Bradley Cooper is in this situation, it-
2: can can I pause? Can I yeah. pause right
1: there? In the
2: movie, they don't do anything to establish that he's nothing but a pretty decent guy. Like even in the fact that he's getting cooked, he's getting <laughs> cooked by Bradley Cooper in Absolutely. his own home in front of his own children in the other room. He's a pretty cool about it in his own kind of way. He comes in, he gives him the shoulder. We can talk about that in a minute. But then <laughs> the, the, the moment that they kind of harp on and really circle as the crux of, yeah, we need to get a divorce despite everything that that entails is because he calls her dance a social instead so of a, a prom. You know, a prom. So he, so he calls it prom instead of a social. <laughs> it turns into this so whole thing. Pack
0: your bags. He, he, <laughs> and then he, knew
2: punches he had an event. Snowman. He knew that she was, had something like yeah. he, he saw her and went, Oh, you were at a dance tonight. I'm going to ask you how that went, but he used the wrong word and the word he used was prom, which I feel like is a pretty universally accepted term for a dance and she's like, "Yep, you're out of here." And then he and then he decapitates Santa. Um insane. Anyway, I just think that that's the most ridiculous and just like just stupid way to go like they should have just made him an asshole or something like you you can you can really play marital stripe up in a movie really
1: well as far as but, that goes they really did not do no. as much as they could have no. it, it's actually kind of crazy like maybe there was stuff that got cut or i don't know but generally it was very it was,
2: weird in those mo- though for that trope you're supposed to feel bad for rachel mcadams and be like oh thank god justice is happening right here like thank god yeah. they're getting this deadbeat out of here but you, yeah. you felt bad for john krasinski's character you're like this then, guy just came home from, from twelve hours of a military shift.
3: Uh, yeah,
1: daughter yeah. hour night was. Now he's getting a divorce. Anyway, sorry. And like also like what was the? I'm trying to remember what the resolution was for that. Did they, they get divorced? Up. No, I think they ended up together. They're fine. Um, they they do Bradley because Bradley Cooper did not get get with her because she's with yeah, he's with Emma Stone.
2: He comes home and asks one clarifying question: Did you fuck my wife, Bradley Cooper? And when he gets a an. An unspoken affirmative to that question. it back together.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes. So there's this bit uh, between Bradley Cooper and John Krasinski. Whenever they're in the room, John Krasinski doesn't say anything, and then you know he leaves, and Bradley Cooper is telling Rachel McAdams, "Oh, you know, he said so much with that little glance. Like I knew what this meant, and this meant, and this meant." Then the next time it happens, there's like actual subtitles that come up, which is just one of the most insane things I think. Whenever I saw it in theaters, like. All of us just collectively groaned, like, "Come on, like, what is going on?" Um, so so stupid. It 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 walked, so we our group could run. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say, like, this was maybe like, I don't know, maybe this is where he got his inspiration for a quiet place. At
0: least he's like, I do not talking things so good, don't I? I just can we go back to just. The A plot and kind of the ending of the movie and kind of the the twist that happens, where yes. he is trying to commission just this satellite, right? To to go. You mean up. the B plot? Oh, yeah, this is the B oh, plot. I oh, think. sorry. The A plot is the relationship. Okay, got it. It has
1: to be right. Like that's totally like what they marketed. Yeah. The B plot is like yeah, them going and like meeting with the king of Hawaii or something and getting like the <laughs> contracts. I don't know what's going on. Well, there. he
0: thinks he's putting up two radio towers just in on these mountains or something. Something about a bridge also. Um, so they can
1: use like part of the island to like yeah, commission to, like, the launch site or something like that, I guess.
0: Yeah, but then it turns out that the satellite actually contains a nuclear warhead.
1: Which he does not know at the time. Right. It's like like afterwards it's revealed. So it's like, he's justified. And it's a really shitty way to write out all the story. Basically. They set up that the military and private sectors, this is kind of like a, like a SpaceX type of thing before. I don't, I don't even think SpaceX was around when this movie came out. Maybe it was, um, SpaceX is private. This private space company is doing this contract with the military. The military legally can't ask questions about it for some reason is what, like what they tried to explain. Um, I, Does that sound right to you guys? I think, I think I, that's what happened.
2: I think it was a, I don't know if it was a legally can't ask, but I were not going to because this guy pays us so much money. So like much they money. Kind of okay. It had some kind of weird statement about, Privatizing space. Sure. Like the movie has something to say about that. In yeah. terms
3: of like
0: Emma Stone's character brought up like a whole image of like all the satellites in the air, and he's like, she's like, look, these could all be weapons. And then they talk about like the Sky Act of blah blah blah. And yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so. So then,
1: uh, at this point in the movie, Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone are like broken up. They launched the satellite. <laughs> They're all there. Like she's after there, a great montage
0: there. of them like uh, getting together. Yeah. Doing, doing several things.
1: Um so then to win her back I guess he's he calls up this tech guy who's working the launch and he's <laughs> like you know that thing that we once talked about or something and he's like yeah
0: that zip like, file do
1: do it and he sends essentially a zip file bomb of every single recorded piece of audio to ever exist on the history of the earth to the satellite within like two seconds. He's like, Oh yeah, let me just cue that up real quick and send it over. Um, and then the satellite explodes and you see like all the sound go into it, and it's really
0: stupid. Horrible CGI, by the way. Oh. Really bad. what was that? Cut that. Whatever that was. Jeff, what was that? I'm
2: so sorry. I had a tab with ESPN going to keep track of the Kraken score and an Oh, of- how's it going? <laughs> They're beating the Bruins two to one. I'm so sorry.
0: I was, like, I was like, I was like, did
1: someone just break into it, Jeff's house? It didn't make a sound for the last two hours.
0: I kind of want to keep it in and I just might anyway, go crack. That was
1: so scary.
0: Um. Anyway. Yes. The, the, the satellite blows up horrible CGI for that satellite, mm-hmm. by the way, they don't um,
1: arrest him immediately for treason or something like I don't know. I feel like no. they, they should immediately put him in handcuffs.
0: Alec Baldwin comes in and yells at him. And then like five minutes later, he's like, you're my hero.
1: And then Bill Murray shows up, even though he was like on like a FaceTime call like a minute ago. So like maybe they were in the same area whenever they, they did the meeting. It was so stupid. And the um, premise that, and and I get it, it's a movie,
2: right? But this movie tries, like this isn't Kangaroo Jack where you can accept the money in the jacket and the jacket's on the kangaroo kind of a thing. Like Yeah. This movie you takes itself it. decently seriously, and so like the the premise that too large of a file downloading would cause a physical dis- like explosion, just
1: explosion. Like
2: like I could I could even swallow like it short circuits, and now it's just a piece of space trash. But like sure, yeah,
3: um,
2: and the fact that they could transmit billions of terabytes worth of information, it's an insane so, amount. Well, it's an
3: insane
1: it's, amount.
2: I can't yeah, even I can't, send
0: an email of the audio file of this podcast to jackson without putting it in a different in a google link like right th- there's no way <laughs> yeah anyway oh my god I, I did think, yeah go ahead jeff
2: i was gonna say i did think the bit was kind of funny that jackson was just talking about of it's it's shown that they're in two very distinct environments where bill murray's like in this really sleek spacex type launch room and then they're kind of like in a broom closet even yeah. though they're united states military on a air force base and then like so it's implied that he's in know, a different state out maybe. of the country yeah <laughs> and then he's just outside waiting for them so you know, stupid yeah
0: yeah and all of this they discover all this about the, the satellite and the nuclear warheads just from the fact that this little kid likes shooting home videos and he just happened to be on like a, a government site filming yeah, the, the war. Filming
1: restricted access like a sniper like, bullet should have just come through.
0: He's <laughs> like, What do you think it means?
1: Yeah, um, it's so it's, it's so bad. Oh, um, oh the same
0: ahead. little kid
2: who showed litter uh, i on listener. He literally earlier That's in the movie shows Bradley Cooper. Gerbil porn on his computer. (laughs) Wait, you're right.
1: You're right. (laughs) Wait, Jeff, you're so right. He shows this, 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 he's like 10 or something, and he's really into. I I don't know if he's like filming it, watching it, or like editing together these two hamsters, just go and add it.
2: That that's that is the Chekhov's gun introduction to his video. Habit is showing that he made homemade gerbil porn and the payoff to that setup is I filmed a <laughs> nuclear, nuclear cash site for a privatized space
1: organization. <laughs> they should have just sent that video to the satellite instead. Of every yeah. sound ever, that would be more believable. I honestly,
2: point. I would prefer that. And but the but the during the <laughs> after the gerbil porn scene, there's like he's talking to Bradley Cooper about something like semi serious, and then there's an over the shoulder shot while Bradley Cooper's talking to the kid and like you're the right. like, serious line where you can just see the <laughs> gerbil porn pulled up on the monitor.
1: <laughs> you can tell the kids like only half paying attention. Right. That's just good editing, guys. I don't want to talk about. Oh my that god, so
3: bad, dude. Oh,
0: can I? So bad? just just, can I just ask a genuine question to kind of tie it all together? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you th- like? Genuinely, Cameron Crowe, what do you think he was thinking when he when he wrote this? Like, it's going to be he- a hit movie. But like, how do you? I don't know. How do you objectively or even subjectively look at the thing you wrote and think it's good? I don't. I don't understand. It's just like a perfect example of a movie trying to tackle important issues, quote unquote, without actually discussing them or really getting into it. Like you got the Oscar Beatty thing with an ensemble cast. Yeah. You got these race relations. You got the military mm-hmm. tension. Some
1: At the time, it was like a total Oscar Bait concept in general.
0: Yeah. Not quite Trump era. Getting close. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just really confusing. The character motivations. And I, 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 I don't know, man. I'm just so baffled by the whole thing.
1: I have to take us back to the C plot one final time,
0: Rachel McAdams. Uh,
1: which we learn that Bradley Cooper is the father of the daughter of the family, right?
0: Right at the end. Yes.
1: And he has this moment with her when he like kind of suspects at one point before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, if you are her and you have no idea who this guy is, you would assume That your mom's friend is being a creep towards you. Because it was like kind of like winky, flirty, like in like an innocent way if you know that they're related or like you suspect that they're related. But like she had no idea of that. Mm -hmm. Then at the end of the movie, he shows up outside of her hula class where she, again, like has only seen him a few times. Like it's her mom's friend as far as she's concerned. Mm -hmm. And... He's just, like, staring at her through the window. Like, I would assume that I need to call the police before I leave this class.
0: She, like, starts crying. And And she, she, like, like,
1: gets it. Like, it clicks for her. And, like, they they realize that they're Listen, Jackson, a
0: lot of things are not said in this movie. It's true. But the communication still gets through. Because all the sound was
1: already used to destroy the nuke. Yeah. So they he really, didn't need he, sound anywhere else. He,
0: this
2: guy really heard show. Don't tell the screenwriting <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah. That, Pull that be extremely cringy Jackson, because the way they shoot it too, they do like some of these, like, like, Um, wide angles where you just Mm. see bradley cooper's entire body standing outside a dark window
1: it's really Uh, weird he
2: he has all the jeffrey dahmer i just want to take some pictures of you
1: (laughs) like it's so menacing
2: the fact that the that the teacher let her run out the door to this man and give yeah terrible because the you would you would assume that she's met her parents before so she knows that this guy's not related yeah the whole thing is um
0: extremely dangerous um i hate it um this is my last point um, on Aloha. And I just pulled quotes of people trying to defend the movie. (laughs) Um, Here is uh, one from Cameron Crowe. I have heard your words and your disappointment, and I offer you heartfelt apology to all who felt this was an odd or misguided casting choice in regards to Emma Stone. Yeah. As far back as 2007, Captain Allison Ng was written to be a super proud one quarter Hawaiian who was frustrated that by all outward appearances, she looked nothing like one. A half-Chinese father was meant to show the surprising mix of cultures often prevalent in Hawaii. Extremely proud of her unlikely heritage, she feels personally compelled to over-explain every chance she gets. The character was based on a real-life, redheaded local who did just that. So what do you have to say about that?
1: It's That's not- more interesting, I guess, but they didn't do that. I right that's not what's introduced <laughs> like that that yeah.
2: feels like what that's like a little kid explaining your way out of getting in trouble like <laughs> like i get like if that was like an actual character moment for her and she spent the whole time stomping her feet it was like nobody was listening to her about like her concerns because mm-hmm. she didn't appear that way yeah sure but like yeah never once did i pick up that she was frustrated by her appearance. Yeah, like at one
1: point, the characters like head. make fun of her behind her back that she won't stop mentioning that she's Hawaiian. Like it's yeah, like it's, it's not done in a subtle or interesting way.
0: It's lost in translation. It, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, I have two more statements. One from Sony defending the film's portrayal of Hawaiian culture, stating while some have been quick to judge a movie they haven't seen and a script they haven't read, so this must have happened before. I don't know. Uh, The film Aloha respectfully showcases the spirit and culture of the Hawaiian people. That's not not true. Like, there are Hawaiian people in the film. And we there's
1: one person with like a name and nobody else. Like, yes,
0: like we get to kind of get the vibe. And it's in the Hawaiian culture is mostly explained to us by white people, but yeah,
1: I digress entirely.
0: And not entirely. And finally, Emma Stone's apology um, about being ethnically cast. I
1: forgive you. Let me just say. (laughs)
0: Uh, she just says, <laughs> the character was not supposed to look like her background, which was a quarter Hawaiian and a quarter Chinese. So she's just kind of doubling down on Cameron Crowe's comments. Mm. But I don't I don't blame her fully, but she still took on the role. But that's I feel true. like if it's what was written, I don't know, if what Cameron Crowe wrote there in his first apology and that's kind of the character she saw, which wasn't portrayed that way in the movie, then maybe it's different, but still.
1: Thank God nobody saw it because like her Except career could have been yeah, yeah like she mean, wins like, the oscar the next she year. wins the oscar the next year or like maybe in the next two years but um yeah like i feel like maybe if enough people saw it maybe that wouldn't have been the case for her career um,
2: yeah i there's there's one moment in the scene and jackson you pointed this out in the moment that it's just emblematic of the whole kind of white savior tone is when they are doing like a, a music like jam session with all these hawaiian people and yes! she's in the middle of the circle
1: yeah like, making it yeah, about they, herself like yeah. they're,
2: they're they're singing hawaiian folklore songs i presume yeah. and she's in the middle kind of being the pick me girl about it all <laughs> i did quickly um google her ethnic background just to see if there's any kind of um oh, i have a stone yeah any any kind of um person of color kind of background i quickly googled her ethnic background she's german english scottish irish and swedish
0: couldn't be more white <laughs> it <couldn't laughs> sounds pretty diverse that's yeah. awesome i mean yeah she's more than welcome to play a scottish
2: uh, yeah yeah if, if they ever do a brave
0: live Ooh. Action, it'd be terrific. you've got you've got me i'm on board wow. wonderful
1: thank
2: god
0: do you guys have anything else to say about aloha those are kind of my final points just apologies from everyone involved yeah
1: um, why does every Hawaiian movie have to have Elvis in it at some point? Man, he's the he's the
0: pride. Of like what? Dying. Why do we again? Is it's, he? It's white. Say it's what white people think love. That's how you get people. It's like how? Why am I going to go see Kangaroo Jack? There's a kangaroo in it. Why am I going to go see Aloha? Elvis? Same Elvis? Thing. Same thing. Lilo and <laughs> so Stitch. That's why. Yeah. What is his tie to Hawaii? Is he just in? He's, in, he a lot he's in a lot of, of his movies. He's in a lot of movies that take place on mm-hmm. Hawaii. Blue Hawaii is one of the, the more gotcha. famous. But yeah, he's got a few that he likes to go there and do. So, Craziness. anyway, I don't know, man. Anyway, are we doing Elvis on one of these scene doubles? That'd be fun. No, They're cool. <laughs> Elvis is bad enough. Elvis and Priscilla take... scene double. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, um, do you guys have anything? Any final thoughts on uh either uh Aloha or Kangaroo Jack before we get into uh. Ranking them and some reviews. Beautiful. The only
2: thing that Aloha gave me was just today I read an article about Russia and space and it mentioned the Sky Act of 1967. Oh, there, there you go. go. I, I know that. I, yeah, I i did a Leonardo DiCaprio point screen uh because I wouldn't have known what that was had I not seen Aloha. So it's good for something.
0: Mm. Thank you for opening our eyes, Jackson, and broadening our horizons. You're welcome. Let's move on to What's in the Box?
3: Oh, what's in the Box?
0: You guys got any reviews Um, from, from Kangaroo Jack first?
1: Yeah, I got one. Uh, this is from Voluptuous Goat. <laughs> uh, this is a three star and it says, this movie reminded me that I need more pie. <laughs> yes, fair. Um, Do you have any from Kangaroo Jack,
2: Jeff? Yeah, I found two. One of them is a three and a half star with a heart from Matt Purvis that says 10 millionth time watching this genuinely funny with good pacing and plenty of bathroom jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's right on the final. Part. Hey, someone likes and it.
2: I, I found one more from legged fish, which is five stars
0: in a heart. And it just says he, yeah, I fucking cried <laughs> <laughs> from laughter or from sadness. We'll never know. I, yeah. I don't the, know. the only one I pulled from kangaroo Jack is a one star review from Karst. And I just thought it was apt for today the things I do for my podcast. So <laughs> someone else is bearing awesome. the weight uh, on their shoulders as we are. Um, do you got any from Aloha Jeff? Yeah, I found one from Kendall, which is
2: four stars in a heart. And I just thought it was just funny. Um, Because it says, I absolutely adored this film. The acting was absolutely amazing, and the film had such adorable moments. The storyline was a bit confusing at times, which is why I couldn't give it a full five stars. (laughs) Normally, I'm not a big fan of romantic comedies, but there was something about this film that
0: really captivated me. Wow.
3: Fair enough.
0: I want to bring them on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We need need to do a re-Aloha after this. Um, Jackson, you got any from Aloha?
1: Yeah, I got two. This first one is from Schizo Bailey. Right now. It, or comma fbi i don't know this is a <laughs> this, this is a weird account uh it said this is a half star review john krasinski asked bradley cooper if he slept with his wife using telepathy screenwriting <laughs> um, and then this one is maybe one of my favorite reviews i've ever seen it's this is by fby 54 so one and a half star. It says, I've never actually seen this movie. I just needed to find a random title so I could scream into the void. I dropped my fucking pie. I spent like four hours on this fucking masterpiece of a cherry pie. And as I was getting it out of the oven using hot pads instead of mittens because I'm a fucking idiot, I burned myself and dropped it face down on the floor. Fuck 2020. Fuck my life. I just wanted cherry pie. God damn it.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Holy cow. Um, I've got two, uh, my first is a five-star review from Sydney. Uh, if he doesn't ruin a billionaire's life for you for Christmas, dump him. Mm. And then, uh, my one-star review from Sidhu, uh, best part of this movie was when they played a two-second audio clip from Seven, and I remembered what a good movie sounds like. (laughs) Which seems apt for for this segment. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, guys, let's rank. Um, Jeff, while you weren't here... Um, last week, we decided to put um, Get Smart and Green Hornet above Hansel and Gretel in that order. So we have Hansel and Gretel, Get Smart, Green Hornet, Eagle Eye, Crystal Skull, and Phantom Menace. That's what our list is at right now. Um, So how do we feel about... Um, well, can we just agree that Aloha's at the bottom?
1: Yeah, it's easily the, the, the floor now.
0: Yeah. And boy, it's going to be hard to because at at the
1: very least Hansel and Gretel was like trying something Mm -hmm. that was like niche within its own like it was doing some genre stuff um and they had that cool puppet and I feel like that the puppet alone puts it above uh yeah puts it above Aloha
0: um now Kangaroo Jack what do you what do you think is it above Hansel and Gretel I Below Hansel so. and Gretel. I, I don't think so. These are the worst two. We've I done. think I had
1: more fun watching Hansel and Gretel.
0: I, I think these I, are, yeah. It, it
2: has really like, they're muted colors, but like it has like creative set pieces. Mm-hmm. And to to Jackson's point, it feels like they're, it feels like they had a clear vision of what they had wanted to do and they got decently close to the target, whether mm-hmm. or not they, that was worth it. It wasn't for me, it up, but right. it was at least something, Probably you know, for somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one was just, I mean, I think the camel jokes, or the camel fart jokes are just kind of emblematic of the whole movie, and I I can't put it above anything else. That's fair. Other than Aloha.
1: Other than Aloha.
0: <laughs> awesome. uh, Kangaroo Jack didn't have the sugar sickness, so... We that's true. Can't have that. <laughs> um, wonderful. Cool. So that's our new ranking right now. Um, now, boys, you feeling lucky? You could ask yourself
3: a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk?
1: Yes, sir. Oh, oh
3: yeah. boy!
0: So I've come up with a game for you guys. You guys are going to be competing against each other here. Um, so kind of based off of the two movies we tackled today, they're both uh featuring like destination places pr- predominantly. So I have written fourteen plot synopses of movies. Okay. That that have either a country or a state in their title, and I want oh, you in to- the movie title in the movie title. I'm gonna Ooh. read you a plot synopsis, and you're just gonna try to tell me what the movie is based on that plot synopsis.
1: Okay. I like this. Okay. First um, to buzz in, we're just saying it.
0: No, I'm gonna so I'm gonna hop back and forth. You're gonna get okay. seven questions each. I'm allowing steals if you don't get it right. Um, so here's how the scoring's gonna work. I give you three points if you just get the movie based off the synopsis. For two points, you can ask for the the four main cast members. Okay. Okay. I'll give you the four main cast and then for one point, in addition to all of that, on top of the cast members in the synopsis, you can ask if it's a country or a state in the title, if should okay. you choose. Um, and yeah, uh, if you don't get it right, I'll pass to Jeff or va- vice I'm versa. I'm too bad on this, and we'll just we'll just see where we are. Um, if we end in a tie, I have a bonkers tiebreaker question, so we'll see if we end up there, but but maybe not. Um, so who would like who would like to start? You guys would get seven questions each, at least. So. Who wants to start? I want to go second.
2: I'll the, start, I guess. Because
0: of the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no. He brought right, it back, baby. All right, Jackson. Uh here's your first question. Tell me the movie based off this synopsis. Prince Moses learns of his identity as a Hebrew and his destiny to become the chosen deliverer of his people.
1: We watch this every Passover. It's Prince of Egypt. Yeah, I'm extremely,
2: I'm extremely bummed I didn't get that question. Hey, I start that's off, plenty. just so
0: you know, I start off easy and the difficulty okay. gets harder, just so everyone okay. knows. Um, so, I, so Jeff, hopefully this is a softball. I, I thought it was a softball, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, so that's three points to you, Jackson. Congrats. Uh, Jeff, your synopsis. A group of animals who have spent all their life in a New York zoo end up in the jungles of Africa and must adjust to living in the wild.
2: Madagascar baby
0: bangers
1: I thought it was going to be that other one that's like not very good I forget uh, what it's called though Wild the Kevin James, The Wild yeah
0: is that of a country in the name no Jason? but
1: I was just thinking of that movie
0: <laughs> beautiful all right we're back to Jackson an unorthodox and irreverent DJ begins to shake up things when he's assigned to the US Armed Services radio station in Southeast Asia good morning Vietnam well done That is another three points to you. Very nice. Very nice. Jeff, your question. A naive youth leader is appointed to fill a vacancy in the U.S. Senate. His idealistic plans promptly collide with corruption at home and subterfuge from his hero, but he tries to forge ahead despite attacks on his character. (laughs)
2: Um, I think I know this one. I'm going to take a stab, although it might be. I'm Jack- going to ask Jackson for the cast just to be safe. Wonderful.
0: Uh, the four main cast members are Jimmy Stewart, Gene Arthur, Claude Rains, and Edward Arnold.
2: Um. Yeah, I actually don't know it. That's not what I thought it would be.
0: Would you like to ask if it's a country or a state to maybe uh give Jackson yes. less points? Uh this is the the a state is in the title of this movie.
2: Mm, yeah, I honest to God, don't know.
1: I'm gonna have to pass.
0: Uh we'll go to Jackson for the steal. This is a sneaky state
1: because it's not actually a state. Uh it's Mr. Smith Goes to Washington.
0: Well, yes, Washington is a state, but not the but, Washington. But
1: that's not the Washington of the movie. It's this is Washington correct. Uh,
0: so that is one point steal for Jackson.
1: Wow. That was a tricky
0: one.
2: Never even heard of that.
1: Well, if you listen to our episode on it, maybe you would maybe you would know.
0: Disadvantage, Yikes. perhaps. Um okay, so we're back to Jackson now. Um set over one summer. The film follows precocious six-year-old Mooney as she courts mischief and adventure with her ragtag playmates and bonds with her rebellious but caring mother, all while living in the shadows of a famous amusement park.
1: So I haven't seen this movie, but I'm pretty sure you're describing the Florida Project.
0: I am describing the Florida Project, and that is another three points to Jackson. Uh, You are now at 10. Jeff is at three, but he can get back on the board right here. Uh, Jeff, stop the count. Stop the count. Plot synopsis for you. Yeah. Good girl Sandy and greaser Danny fell in love over the summer. When they unexpectedly discover they're now in the same high school, will they be able to rekindle their romance?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> grease. That's so stupid. I love little, it. Yeah. Little tricky, but yes, <laughs> it is. Was like, I was like, I know it's grease, but that's not a. I was like, oh my god, Carter, you're such a cheese
3: ball I <laughs>
0: finessed it. Well done. Um, beautiful um jackson Mm -hmm. back to you when a childless couple an ex-con and an ex-cop decide to help themselves to one another's family quintuplets their lives become more complicated than they anticipated
1: okay i i don't know if this is the plot of the movie i'm going to assume it is because i don't think jeff knows it regardless um I, the, whenever you mention this game, this is the first movie that came to mind, even though I haven't seen it. Is it Raising Arizona?
0: What that's a poll. It is Raising Arizona. Wow. I thought that would be a sneaky one, but I was anyway. like, that
1: sounds like, because that's a Nick Cage movie, right? Yep. Nick Cage. I was like, that Coen sounds Brothers. like a Nick Cage movie. It's
0: great stuff. Good to see it. All right. We're back to Jeff. Uh, Jeff, your question, your synopsis. A private detective hired to expose an adulterer in 1930s Los Angeles finds himself caught up in a web of deceit, corruption, and murder.
2: Chinatown, baby. Hey. Adam boy.
0: He's back. It's one of my all-time faves. Forget it, Jake. Yeah. It's Cloud Town. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus points for Cloud Town. The two Jakes. Uh, Jackson at 13. Jeff shortly behind at 9. Um. Okay. Next question. For Jackson, a mother personally challenges the local authorities to solve her daughter's murder when they fail to catch the culprit.
1: Wait, can you repeat that?
0: I will. A mother personally challenges the local authorities to solve her daughter's murder when they fail to catch the culprit.
1: Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri.
0: That's correct. Jackson's a ringer at this game.
1: This is the best I've ever done in any of our games.
0: (laughs) Look at you, baby girl. All right. Jeff, back to you. A young woman who has reinvented herself as a New York City socialite must return home to obtain a divorce from her husband after seven years of separation. Mm. Who's in it? Uh, the four cast members are Reese Witherspoon, Josh Lucas, Patrick Dempsey, and Candace Bergen. I'm going to myself. Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, sir. There's I would
1: correct. have never gotten that one. That's a great grab.
2: Amazing. Well, that's, a, that's a Cynthia Brown, my mom, mm. stick. I've <laughs> seen that probably 7,000 times. Out
0: of point. Good movie. Beautiful. Jackson, back to you. Mm-hmm. A new... Yes, got it. Different New York one. A New York woman apprentices for a dance company and throws herself headlong into her dreams even as the possibility of realizing them dwindles. Can I get the cast? I would love to give you the cast as soon as I pull it up and I pander. <laughs> um, the uh, cast for this film Greta Gerwig, Mickey Sumner, Michael Zegan, Adam Driver. Oh. This is Francis Ha, you butt. Francis in the title. Good job. <laughs> Two points, that was sneaky. I'm a sneaky boy. All right, Jeff, back to you. When Sally hears that her grandfather's grave may have been vandalized, she and her paraplegic brother, Franklin, set out with their friends to investigate. After a detour to their family's old farmhouse, they discover a group of crazed, murderous outcasts living next door. I don't really do any horror. Can you tell me the cast? I will, and I don't know if it'll help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the cast is Marilyn Burns, Alan Danziger, Paul A. Preyton, and William Vail. I'm just going to go Shot in the Dark. Is it te- Texas
2: Channel Saw Massacre? Yes, sir, it is. Nice.
0: Good grab. Good pull. Two points for Jeff there. Um, Okay. We're now going into our final two questions. Uh, There is a chance Jeff can come back if he gets some steals from Jackson. If Jackson fumbles it here, we'll see. Jackson, your question. In 1997, when the U.S. president crashes into a large metropolitan area, now a giant maximum security prison, a convicted bank robber is sent in to rescue him.
3: Oh, wait. Wait.
1: Did we watch... Is this another Nick Cage
0: movie? I don't know. Uh, give me the cast. It's going to be Nick Cage. All right. The cast of the movie is Kurt Russell, Lee Van Cleef, Ernest Ooh. Borgnine, Donald Pleasence.
1: I, I think I was thinking of that Alcatraz movie with, with Nick Cage. The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock and Wild.
0: Um... Oh, man. Can you give me the synopsis one more time, please? In 1997, when U.S. President crashes into a large metropolitan area, now a giant maximum security prison, a convicted bank robber is sent in to rescue him.
1: All right, I'm going to go for the one point. Can you give me one more? Uh,
0: Yes, uh, it is a state in the title.
1: I don't know. I'm going to pass on that. I'm not sure, but at least it'll be one point for Jeff now.
0: Jeff, do you got it? Is it escape from New York? It is Escape from wow. New oh. York.
2: I was gonna go big trouble on Little China when you said Kurt Russell, but then when you said the state, that so if that did help. Oh, me, that's okay. Tr-
0: that's a tricky one. He's in two country slash state movies. Good stuff. Um, okay, Jeff, your final question. Well, which if you get it right, you'll be just behind Jackson. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, I'll just give you the tiebreaker for funsies. Um your final question. James Bond willingly falls into an assassination plot involving a naive beauty in order to retrieve a Soviet encryption device that was stolen by Spectre.
2: I don't want to go through any of the escalators because I don't want to decrease my score so much you don't consider it a tie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, um... You don't consider it a tie. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't... I mean,
0: I could tell you all the Daniel Craig ones.
1: That's not the question, I don't think.
0: Name the Daniel Craig, James Bond films. Not.
2: Well, it's not, not one of those, right? Okay. So,
0: I'll give you a hint, it's not one of those.
2: Right, wow. and, it, and I and I just don't know if I would know... I know the video games I used to play was Goldeneye. Hmm. It's
1: not Goldeneye. Great pull, not not useful here.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) great game. (laughs) Great game. Agent Nightfire, incredible game. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna just because I'm having fun. Who's
0: in it? I want to know which Bond it is. Oh, I'll tell you right now. As soon as I pander and look it up as well. (laughs) If it's Uh, the um, uh, the cast is Sean Connery. Daniela Bianchi, Pedro Armendariz, and Robert Shaw.
2: Yeah, that helps, but I I still.
0: It's hard to pull James Bond.
2: Yeah, I, when, I think Doc, when I think Sean Connery, I only think Dr. No for some reason. And I'm sure there's listeners who are frustrated with me because it's probably pretty obvious. I'll go country or state.
0: Uh, this is a country.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Do you know, Jax?
0: Yeah,
1: it's uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me.
0: <laughs> Close. Uh, this is the second James Bond film. This is From Russia with Love.
3: Oh, Ooh, nice. My. I threw
0: in the Soviet thing in there to maybe help mm. out. but Oh, my. Well, what was the tiebreaker? <laughs> for funsies, do you guys want to do the tiebreaker question? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and if I get it, I win.
0: Um, if you have a piece <laughs> of paper lying around, or you if... can actually you can use the chat function if you'd like. Hmm. Um I would like you guys to see if you can name the full title of Borat. And I only, for this, because there is, I'll give you a hint. There's not one, but two country names in the title of Borat, the full Borat. And however many words, so however many words you get right that just, that line up, I'll give you whoever has the most will, will win the point. Or maybe how about this to make it interesting? I'll give you a point for every correct word you get right.
1: Okay, so and it can then, just be a word jumble, and we'll just <laughs> see what we get.
0: I'll allow it. Okay. Um, but here, here's what I'll tell you. Actually, it's Borat colon, and then it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words. So your title needs to be eleven words. You can type it in the chat box, or you can write it on a piece of paper and show us. I'll give you a like a couple seconds and you let me know when you're feeling you're feeling good and in the meantime I'll um I'll vamp on Borat I suppose um it's a film came out in 2006 um I won't name the full title but it's quite silly uh Sacha Baron Cohen what a guy Borat's subsequent movie film that was a time Pamela Anderson is in Borat the guy from Get Smart is in Borat that's true Is this guy's name? Oh, no, that's a different person. (laughs) How are we feeling? Jeff's got some eyes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I might be wrong now. But we'll see. But happy to be here. That made me think that maybe I'm not correct, but that's okay.
0: Mm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Jackson, how are you feeling over there? Uh, We'll find out. We'll find out. Um. You done? I'm done. Amazing. Um, let's hear from Jeff first. What did you write down, Jeff? I wrote. I kind of did a word jumble. Okay, um,
2: (laughs) but I did Borat, and I wrote down and the. Uh (laughs) I put U dot S dot. Okay, and I put Kirk which I think or Cosmic.
0: Don't count uh, it if it's not right. Which one did you write?
2: I put Kazakhstan. Damn. Okay.
1: <laughs> um,
2: and then I have adventure and movie and film. Okay,
0: is that all? Is that it? That's it. Okay. Uh, Jackson, what did you write down?
1: I said America and Kazakhstan have culture in common, yet different enough, evidently. I don't think nope. that's even remotely close.
0: You were you were really close. So, um, Jeff, you had one right, Kazakhstan. Um, didn't even have and in the right. I'm so sorry. Um, Jackson, you had two right, which was Kazakhstan and America. You got the two the countries <laughs> right. No.
1: Yeah, if you you had U S. You should have just changed just to listened. America. Yeah, Thank you,
0: you now, were so I'll... you were so close on one of them, Jackson. The full title mm. is Borat cultural learnings of america for make benefit glorious nation of kazakhstan awesome awesome stuff <laughs> beautiful <laughs> uh so with that jackson you you won my little game congratulations that was a uh, great game good thanks job thanks for playing thanks for playing that Jeff. Fun. more to come and with that we're done guys we did it Woo-hoo! how about yeah. it was this the best one yet
1: i think so <laughs>
0: i had it's a great over. time
2: no, thank God, it's <laughs> over. I'm fine. This this episode gave closure to the experience. Um, so thanks, guys. You're so flushed away on.
1: though is next.
2: Flushed yes. away and robots. Yeah, eating at the bit over here. It's my <laughs> all time
0: faves. Absolutely. Next week, uh, as they mentioned, we're closing out kind of our scene double miniseries. Uh,
1: it'll be back. I have a feeling, but it'll
0: it'll be back. But this this iteration of it will be wrapping up next week. And the boys mentioned robots and flushed away. Mm-hmm our magnum opus. We're, we're very excited to end. Is this Dump season worry. one of seeing double officially? <laughs> I guess. Sure. Yeah, we can do that, <laughs> but these will definitely be back. We enjoyed doing these and we'll enter, inter interlace them in, in our season. So, um, Jeff, thanks for coming back, buddy. We missed you last week, but good to have you back in the fold. Mm-hmm. Good to be back. Thanks guys. Of course, Jackson, where can they follow us on Instagram and TikTok?
1: They can follow us at rough cut underscore. Pod Carter, where can they follow us on X?
0: At roughcut underscore co. Like, comment, subscribe, listen. Shout out Film Yap. Hello. Mm -hmm. More comments for Jeff, please. And we'll discuss them. Um, We love you guys. Thanks for watching. Where were you
1: on January 6th? (laughs) I was watching Third Man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bye. In case I don't
3: see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.